We have to have the faith not to give up. We need to hold firm that what we brought before the Lord in faith will be answered, even though it will be answered in His timing. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197, 847-312-8197. Throughout his journey, Bobby has encouraged people and given back by sharing his life lessons. Travel along with Bobby as he shares his adventures to China and visits multinational companies around the world. As you listen to On the Bright Side, you will hear these messages as they were delivered at Bobby's church and are now compiled into this time-honored radio program. No matter what your situation is, Bobby has the gift of being able to relate and empathize. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach, Bobby Bollinger. And I want to encourage you because we have to have the faith not to give up. We need to hold firm that what we brought before the Lord in faith will be answered, even though it will be answered in His timing. Now, there's a lot to be said about not giving up. I mean, some of you may know the story of Colonel Harlan Sanders. How many have heard his story? He's the founder of the Kentucky Fried Chicken Empire. And before it ever started, the colonel had retired at the age of 65 with an old car and a $105 monthly pension check. And the belief that he could sell his chicken recipe to restaurants for five cents a chicken. That's it. That's how it all started. The first restaurant he called on turned him down. So did the second and the third. In fact, the first 1,008 sales calls that Colonel Sanders made met with rejection. And it took him years to get just five restaurants to use his recipe. Finally, you know the story. The idea caught on, the, the success of the KFC restaurant operation is legendary today in business circles. And Colonel Sanders is a shining testimony that it's never too late to have the faith not to give up. Throughout the scriptures, God honors those who trust him. And I remember Suzette saying that God is the God of the miraculous. And he's always been. And he hasn't changed The Apostle Paul said to the Romans, God has dealt to every man a measure of faith. God gave you the capacity to have faith. When you think that you don't have faith, you may not have it, or you may not be using it, but you have it. And you can claim that measure of faith today. Our faith isn't meant to be strong when someone so dynamic like Suzette is here 
and not strong when she's not. The truth is, we've been taught by our culture to get results or just move on. So it takes effort to resist the instant gratification that penetrates every other part of our life. But we need to acknowledge that God doesn't work that way. When we trust him to do a work in us, and we trust him to do a work for us, we need to understand that patience is many times a necessary requirement. Because Paul also told the Romans that we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. I want to tell you again, to keep the faith. Don't give up. You don't have an answer yet? Don't get discouraged. Just have the faith not to give up. And like Des always says, when we do that, something good will happen in Jesus' name. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups and churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com Thanks to our sponsor, Nebo Tools, with flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. On the Bright Side returns. How many of you remember the line of this scripture? When I am weak, then I am strong. Have you heard that before? Well, I want to talk about that in just a moment, right after I share a little humor with you, okay? Here we go. A lady called her pastor. The pastor was a wise gentleman who had that calm, reassuring voice that oozes confidence. The lady, who was obviously crying, said, Pastor, I was born blind, and I've been blind all my life. I don't mind so much being blind, but I I have some well-meaning friends who tell me that if I had more faith, I could be healed. The pastor then asked her, Tell me, do you carry one of those white walking canes? Well, yes, I do, she replied. Okay, then, the pastor says, The next time one of your well-meaning friends says that to you, I want you to hit them over the head with a cane and then tell them, If you had more faith, that wouldn't hurt. Yeah, that's the kind of thing you would say. Just, just, just to set the record straight. <laughs> well, you know, it, 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 it is in our nature to believe that, that all weakness is a bad thing. We all strive to be strong, not weak. And we grow up aspiring to develop 
strong minds and strong bodies to create successful lives. But the problem is, we're all created with some strengths and some weaknesses. And recognizing these weaknesses and knowing how to deal with them is just as important as a, to achieving a successful life as capitalizing on our strengths. You know, we all know somebody personally, and we certainly know of people who have accomplished tremendous success just, just to fall hard due to their, their weaknesses. And a recent easy example to point to would be Terrell Owens. T.O., the, the uh, Dallas Cowboy football player. I mean, what a tremendous athlete. He's such a force on the playing field, it just seems like there's nothing that he can't do. But his weaknesses in managing his personal relationships and his fame are severely hampering his success in life. But you see, God made us all with strengths and weaknesses. And to understand the scripture that we were talking about, when I am weak, then I am strong. You have to understand where the Apostle Paul was coming from when he wrote it. He was in the middle of defending his ministry in a letter to his beloved Corinthians. And he was responding to criticism by church people who was jealous of his impact on the people of Corinth. And they had made this observation that while Paul wrote really great letters, in person, he was a very unimpressive figure physically. And he had no charisma at all as a speaker. And, and you know, it would be natural for, for, for Paul to have been hurt by those comments. I mean, after all, he knew that all of his efforts toward those people were sincere. And no one could argue with what, of what Paul had witnessed and survived in his life, especially for the cause of Christ. I mean, he was beaten a number of times. He was thrown in prison. He was stoned. He was shipwrecked. I mean, just about everything you could imagine had happened to Paul. But his response to the Corinthians was something like this. He said, you know, I could, I could brag about all the things I've seen and done. About my first-hand relationship with the Lord. About my vision of heaven. About all the persecution that I've suffered. I could tell you all these things to dispute my, my critics. But instead, I want to brag about my weakness. Because God knows I've got them. And in spite of them, the Lord himself told me, my grace is sufficient for you. Now listen to this. And he said, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Paul went on to say, I'm happy to boast about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. I'm happy for the insults, I'm happy for the hardships, the persecution, and in all difficulties, here's where it came, where, where, this, where, the, where the line is. I'm happy for all the problems, for when I am weak, then I'm strong. What an amazing revelation. We can acknowledge our weaknesses so that Christ can perfect us. I mean, can we really count our, 
our weaknesses as a blessing from God? Well, the Apostle Paul showed us that we can. Because for every inability that we have, for every iniquity that we're tempted by, for every infirmary our body deals with, Jesus knows we have it. And Jesus has promised to work on us all the way to perfection. The message is that our strengths and our weaknesses belong to Him. So don't let your shortcomings and your insecurities and your doubts and your failures cause you to run from God. For these are the very things that God wants to reveal His power to perfect in you. And you might say, well, I'm just too messed up. Just got too many weaknesses. But let me tell you today that the more weaknesses that you have, the more miraculous the work that can be done in your life through Jesus Christ. You can't overcome them by yourself. But with Christ, you can say, for when I am weak, then I am strong. A few minutes ago, the song said, He's the defender of the weak. He, com- he comforts those in need. He lifts us up like wings of eagles. When I'm weak, then I'm strong. Say that with me. When I'm weak, then I'm strong. What a beautiful word from the Lord. Did you know that over 1,600 verses in the Bible have to do with money and finances? Stay right there to hear three of Solomon's secrets to being successful with money. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. I'd like to tell you about the new man in my life. He's absolutely amazing. He's bright, strong, and he lights up my life. He's Leo, the new versatile pocket light from Nebo Tools. Leo is so dependable. I won't go anywhere without him. Leo is fully dimmable, equipped with memory power setting, and has both work light and spotlight modes that pivot and rotate to direct the light wherever you need it. Leo sports a pocket clip, magnetic base, kickstand, and hanging hook to give me endless options for hands-free lighting. I absolutely love my Leo. Thanks for listening to On the Bright Side with entrepreneur and business owner Bobby Bollinger. A company faced with hard times offered a bonus of $1,000 to any employee who could come up with a way of saving money. Well, the $1,000 winning bonus was awarded to a young man in the mailroom who suggested limiting all future bonuses to $100. (laughs) I like that. We should send him to Washington. Okay, well, now I know some people don't really like anybody talking about money and finances in church because they are conditioned to think that it always leads back to promoting the offering. And even though it's true that there's a connection between pleasing God and good stewardship, it's also true that God intentionally provides a roadmap to a blessed life that starts with very simple precepts. 
You see, God wants to bless us and for us to be prosperous and to have an abundant life. That means he wants us to make money. And he wants us to use money wisely. His word is full of information about how to deal with money. God tests us and he teaches us through all the issues we have with money. Did you know that over 1,600 verses in the Bible have to do with money and finances? Over 500 verses include the words money, riches, or wealth. One of the treasures that God blessed us with in his word is the wisdom of Solomon in the book of Proverbs. Now Solomon became the wisest and the wealthiest man the world has ever known. And I want to share with you just a few of Solomon's secrets to successfully manage money. But just so you know, they're not secrets. They're in the book. So here you go. The first secret to being successful with money is to understand your present financial condition. Or another way of saying it is, know your dough. Now this may sound ridiculous to some people, but believe me, this is the biggest problem people have. But you can't be a good steward unless you know what it is you have to be a good steward of. Solomon said, be sure to know, or be sure you know the condition of your flocks. Give careful attention to your herds. Well, back then, your biggest assets and sometimes your currency was the animals that you had. So what he was saying is just pay attention and know what you have. It could be flocks or it could be stocks. At our place of business, we take our financial position very serious. We can't afford not to know where we stand. With thousands of products in inventory, we get concerned if we can't find every item. And it's not because one missing flashlight is going to make a difference. It's because we know we're not a good shepherd if one sheep goes missing. Because if one can go missing, then who knows how many others could. That's the mindset that we need about our money. Not to hoard it or to be greedy with it. But so that we have command over it. I believe everyone wants to be a good steward with their money. But if you don't dig in until you know where you really are, you simply can't expect God's principles of prosperity to apply to you. The next secret that Solomon shared with, with us is this. You have to pay yourself. You have to pay yourself. Now let me tell you what I mean by that. Proverbs says, go to the ant, the ant, and consider its ways and be wise. The ant has no commander, no ruler, yet it stores up its provisions in summer and gathers its food at harvest. So Solomon is saying that even bugs know how to save money. Now you're probably thinking, let the ants deal with my mortgage and the college loans and then get back to me. But here's the thing. 85% of Americans say they have no savings. That means most of us here don't either. 
For most of us, the demand to maintain our lifestyle makes us feel like saving money is impossible. Because it seems like we pay everybody in the world, but we can never save. And that's really Solomon's simple wisdom here. We need to pay ourselves to create a surplus. We have to treat ourselves as an important bill to pay and prioritize our money to do that every week or every month. That's what the ant does because he knows there's going to come a time when it's needed. And finally, the most telling secret Solomon reveals about successful living is for us to, are you ready? Simply tithe. Solomon said, Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruit of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine. Now, listen to me. If you've ever listened to me, Solomon lived this life. He honored God in that way, and he witnessed prosperity like no one since. So I have to say, he's one very credible source for this piece of advice. Tithing. I've talked a lot about tithing over the years. The more I do, the more it becomes clear to me that it's one of the best ideas God ever had to reveal the commitment and character of a believer. Okay, I know you've heard these secrets before. But here's the reason that I'm reminding you of them today. How serious can God take us in our prayers to bless us financially? When we don't take ourselves seriously enough to take advantage of the principles He's already given us. And believe me, God gave me this little message for me today. Not just for you. I know that God wants to pour out His blessings on His people. And when we, when we show the Lord we trust Him enough to count our flock and learn how to save and honor Him in obedience with our tithes, then we are already living in the grace where something good always happens in Jesus' name. And where we will know it was no secret why it did. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. 
play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197.